Hey, what's going on? This is Matt Bowman, and this is Matt Bowman is Bothered. How are ya? I'm doing okay. Um, recording today, and uh, I normally like to record when I'm home alone um, because of all the ladies I have in the studio. Uh, no, but normally I just like it because it's I can think and whatever, um, no distractions. Uh, but today, Sam is home, and she's in the uh, the bedroom, um, locked in there with both of the boys. Uh, if this is the first time you're hearing this, we have kidnapped two small children, and um, they are they live with us. Um, that we they think that we're their parents, and so she's locked in the bedroom with those two boys. And the irony is, is they're locked in here and now she's locked in there with them. Um, we don't plan on giving them back ever because they are ours now. We, but we do plan on being discovered in about 20 years when they do a DNA test. And at that point in time, we will be the subjects of a documentary but not even a Netflix one. Like this is going to be like a lowbrow crime. Like this, you're gonna. This is going to be like on Peacock. You know, like when another network tries to do a true crime documentary, they're, they're just like, "We're going to get our feet wet." But like all of the good stories are taken, so they're like, "Well, let's do one of this this comedian and his and his lady. They took two kids. That's that's gonna, it's going to be that. It's going to barely make. Somebody's going to barely be able to pitch it." And they're going to be shocked when it's picked up by Peacock in the year 2047. Um, but yeah, so she's in there with the two boys, um, the cats. The That's for the FBI. It is two cats. Uh, but she's in there with those, those whippersnappers. Um, and so that's fun. Uh, but before she was... Before she was in the bedroom, she was out here and she was watching Below Deck, which is one of the shows in her in her circuit in her circle. Um, and that's actually one that I don't mind. Normally, I hate reality TV shows um, for reasons that I think I've gone over pretty exhaustively on here. Uh, but she's watching Below Deck, and something that really bothers me about Below Deck is that every single season there's at least one, if not two, employees that are, like, shocked that they have to work. That's really their whole gripe, is you're watching, and for those that don't know, the premise of the show is that it's a bunch, it's it's a yacht in, I think this one is in the Bahamas or the Caribbean or somewhere ex exotic, and it's a bunch of young, hot people that are on this boat, and they just work on the boat. That's it. That's all they do. Their job is to literally work on the boat. That is their one job. And at least once a season, they there's at least one character who's just like, why do we have to like work so much? Like, like I'm on this boat and like my boss Kate like came up to me and she was like, hey, you're not working. Um, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to. And then she was like, you got to. And then I was like, uh, yeah, dude, you got to do your fucking job. This isn't like, I don't, how entitled are you that you're like, I'm going to be on a boat and just not have to do anything. It's very, it's insane. And then like all of the other people on the boat are just like, Hey man, like you're not, 
we, we like you. You're just not working and you need to work at your job. And she's like, no. Or sometimes there was a guy like I think what his name was fucking Kyle because it always is. Um, and he's just like, I don't know, dude, like some sometimes like everybody like everybody just like can't handle the Kyle. People just can't handle me. I'm like, no, dude, we can handle you just fine. You're just asleep when you should be pulling the anchor in. Like, you got blackout drunk last night and threatened to assault a former Marine. Like, that's... that, And we were basically like, hey, man, don't do that. And you were like, fuck you guys. I don't understand how people... Like, their chief complaint at their job is that they don't want to do their job. Like, I understand that, like, no one... By a show of hands, no one likes to do their job. Like, I fully grasp that idea, but you are on a yacht. I almost quoted Lonely Island. You're on a boat, man. No, you're on a fucking yacht in the middle, not even in the middle of the, like, you're not even, like, storming the seas, like, where it's, like, wavy, and you're like, oh, whoa, man versus nature. It's none of that shit. You're, like, within the sight line of the most pristine beach you've ever seen you're the entire time you're there like the mo like the worst the wet the worst the weather gets is like whoa there's like a crosswind and the captain had to put the ship into fourth gear to get it that's as much as it is like you're complaining that you have to work at your job on a yacht when you're also 21 and your fellow 21 year olds would be at pulling like working third shift at a hospital like your best friend from college just watched a woman lose her life after being in a car accident at three in the morning and you're like yeah but sometimes like i only get like a half hour break on the yacht shut up god i'd work on a yacht in a second, I would work on a yacht. This is going to be inside baseball for people to watch the show. I've watched like I've watched the first several seasons intermittently, and then like I was watching one of the episodes later on, and like Ben isn't the chef, and I'm like, this show is stupid now. Get rid this. The show should have been canceled after Ben left the show, and he even came back. Like I think he's on like the first two seasons, and then like there was he like was on he wasn't on there for two or one and then he came back and that was just like that was the best surprise bring ben back so yeah i don't i hate it when people on the show are like i don't want to work that's that's your job and then they get kicked off and they're like i'm just gonna go do whatever i want i can take the world by storm it's just like okay dude you i'm pretty sure you didn't get your ged but sure you go set the world aflame Kyle or some Brit, like not even Brittany, just Brit, whatever, man. So yeah, that's, that's got me, that's got me hot for about five minutes there. Ew. Um, yeah. So in the fucking world, this isn't even, I'm not even hot about this. This is just, this is just tickling my twine. The Cincinnati Bengals are fucking good, dude. I don't know how to process that. Like, I know we had, we were in the Super Bowl last year and we should have won. Like, we played really well. And then, like, if on the last play, if we had like one more second, we would have been able to throw, Joe Burrow would have been able to throw a touchdown pass to Chase and we would have won. But a lot of people, myself included at the time, were kind of just like, yep, 
We needed to win that because what a magical mystery tour that was. What a, what a run for the ages. What a marathon that was. And now we're doing it again. And I don't know how to handle it. Like, I don't... The Cincinnati Bengals have been so woefully shit for the, my, the entirety of my life. And even the years that they weren't shit, they found a way to be shit in the biggest moments. Like, now, like, I'm going into every single Bengals game convinced we're going to win. It doesn't make it, like, and you would, th like, I also root for Ohio State, which I understand makes people not like me, and that's fine. Um, Add it to the list of things that I don't like about whatever. But with the Bengals, it's, I'm so not used to them being good that I don't know how, I don't even know how to handle it. But it's so, I so quickly flipped from just being pure apathy to just like if you say anything bad about them you were an idiot and that switch happened like that and it is all down to Joe Burrow like Joe Burrow is so hot that it, it like my TikTok is just all Joe Burrow like, if you stole my phone and opened up TikTok, you'd be like, did I steal a sophomore's TikTok? Did I steal someone's phone that is a 20-year-old girl? Like, it's it's just Joe Burrow. Joe Bur And not even just, like, highlights. Just, like, him being like, <sighs> Dude, like, he's f so fucking hot, man. Like, I'm not gay, but I'd be slurping. You know what I mean? Like, it's... He is just... <sighs> Just so, he, what, I mean, I think Dreamboat, like, nobody says Dreamboat anymore, like, that's just, like, I think somebody pulled that quote from I Love Lucy or something, but talk about just a handsome boy, dude. Just, just num, 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 num. That's what I and everyone would do for him. I have never felt this way about anyone. I mean, specifically professional athletes, like... I feel legitimate familial love for Joe Burrow. Like he is a part of, he's a part of who I am, you know, never met the guy, never will meet the guy. Well, that's not true. I'm going to do really well at this. And then at one point I'm going to be like, Oh dude, I'm going to do a show in Cincinnati. And like Joe Burrow is going to like comment on the Instagram. Be like, dude, that's crazy. You're from Cincinnati. I'm like, yeah, kind of. I'm from like outside of it. And he's like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, Oh, you want to come to the show tonight? And he was like, fuck yeah, dude, you're so funny. And uh, you, I'm going to win the Super Bowl. And when, when somebody's like, what are you doing next? Instead of saying going to Disney world, I'm saying, I'm going to see Matt Bowman. Like that's, that might happen. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the dream. Um, but I love him. I truly love him. And it's it's crazy how like if we win the Super Bowl, especially this year, if we win the Super Bowl this year, I think you could make a very good argument that Joe Burrow has had more of an impact. A, one single person, he's had a greater impact on an organization than any athlete in history. With the amount of time that it took to do that. I mean, like, obviously, you're going to do, like, you could talk about, like, LeBron, or you could talk about um, Jordan, 
obviously, but like Jordan didn't win for years. Like those '80s teams, like were not good. Like he was phenomenal, but he wasn't like, and he got them to the playoffs a couple times. But he wasn't like making deep playoff runs with a chance to a very good chance to win the NBA Finals. Or and like LeBron, yes, he did win a championship in Cleveland, but after like being in the league for 15 years, 11, whatever the fuck it was, like he didn't do it immediately. Like, and again, I might be putting the cart in front of the horse in, in terms of like, like the Bengals winning, but like, if he does that, I mean, because the Bengals had been such a perennial piece of shit, just like one of the like three to five laughing stocks of the NFL. Like, where you're almost embarrassed to be a Bengals fan. Like, and, like, for good reason, too. Like, our owner had been, like, perpetually cheap. We didn't have a fucking indoor practice facility until this past offseason. We didn't have the name for a stadium. We kept buying legitimate convicted criminals as our players. Like... Every fucking offseason for about 15 years of my life, it was like, hey, who'd we get in the draft? Oh, some guy who is being charged with assault and battery tomorrow. Perfect. Anybody else? Yeah, some guy that uh, shot up a nightclub three years ago. It's like, oh, well, let's give him a seventh chance. We were great at giving out, like, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth chances. And Joe, we, no one wanted to come to Cincinnati. Like, people wanted to leave Cincinnati. The only people that wanted to come there is if, again, you had pending charges and we were like, yeah, we'll give you $15 million. Come on down. At one point in time, Marvin Lewis was the most tenured coach in the National Football League. I think it was like him and Bill Belichick. And Marvin Lewis couldn't win a playoff game to save his damn life. And... And then every year that we would make the playoffs, everyone was always like, wow, what a what a great job Marvin Lewis did. He's, he's really turned that organization around. Really? He turned it around. It took him 15 years and he didn't win shit. Man, where did he turn it from? Like, would we just not have been an organization? Because we were shit for years, dude. Parental, like there were there were seasons where Cleveland was laughing at us. We couldn't beat Cleveland in a pissing contest, and we would find creative ways to lose games. We would find creative ways to not make the playoffs or to host playoff games and then lose them. But with the, I mean, there were people when Joe Burrow got drafted that were just like. I think he should, I think instead of playing for the Cincinnati Bengals, he should rip his leg off. There were several people who get paid to talk about sports and were pretty accurately being like, yeah, I think um, Joe Burrow is might, might get drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. Instead of that, he should bury himself up to the neck in sand and say, I can't move. Oops, can't move. Like, the, there, that was the argument when Joe Burrow got drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals was basically like, would you rather go to Cincinnati or like, I don't know, downtown Beirut? Like, where would you rather be? And a lot of people would have taken the latter. But that's, but not Joe Burrow, dude. 
not Joe Burrow. That was very. That was a little Sebastian right there. Like not Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. It's the kind of guy from my generation. Um, everybody does a fucking Sebastian impression. Um, but none is as mediocre as mine. And, but Joe Burrow, God bless him. He saw all of that and was like, yep, no problem. I, uh, yep, that's actually, that's actually what I wanted. Like, I, I wanted to come in to a situation that was just about as bad as humanly possible and turn that shit around. And was it 10 years after? No, it was quite literally. And he fucking tore his ACL his first year, which, again... That, what should have happened is he should have torn his ACL, he should have come back his second year and torn it again. That's the kind of shit that happens in for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's what should have happened. But instead, he just fucking put an entire team, arguably an entire city, on his fucking cojones and was just like, no, no big deal. Just jiggling him around, just like, hey guys, no, no big deal. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Like, his, he has single-handedly, yes, he has incredible, he's got some really good weapons around him, and, like, he's making everybody look really good, but he, I mean, one of, uh, one of two quarterbacks in the, in the, uh, the NFL that can do what he's doing. One of two. Um, he single-handedly turned around an entire organization, an entire city. He has made Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Ohio, a fucking destination. That's fucking bananas. There's, I mean, one of, you can't, that's crazy. Cincinnati, Ohio. It's beautiful. I love Cincinnati. I'm basically from Cincinnati. I'm from the suburbs, but who's counting? Not on my, nobody, nobody is just like, man, when I grow up one day, I'm going to move to Cincinnati, the king, queen city on the river with the most beautiful flying pig marathon. No one, it's hard enough to get your fucking aunt to move to Cincinnati and Joe Burrow's about to get multi-millionaire professional athletes to do it. Whoa, that's that's a fucking magic trick, dude. That's how good that fucking guy is. Like, I I've I I haven't seen it happen that quickly. If there's something else that I'm missing, and there's somebody else has had a more dramatic, immediate impact, more than happy to hear that. And the other thing is, like, he's not like revitalizing a once great team. You know. Like, he's not, I don't know, I, I can't think of it, like, when, like, when Magic went to the Lakers, like, yes, they did have Kareem, but, like, it wasn't like, oh, we used to win a bunch of these championships, we haven't done anything, like, 10 to 15 years, or, like, if by somehow, like, the Dallas Cowboys win another one, or, like, turn it around, it, there, there's no history at the Cincinnati Bengals, like, took a team that has been shit and by most accounts was always going to be shit, and within three years, 
turned it into, you could make the argument, the best team in football. That's crazy. And he's so fucking hot. I, I mentioned that already, but like, do we really understand just like how attractive he is? God, he's so cool too. That's the other thing, man. Like, he's so cool. Like, Joe Burrow is the maybe... Who's cooler than Joe Burrow? Who? I'll, I, I, I hate this, but I will wait. I will literally wait for someone to be like, fill in the blank is cooler than Joe Burrow. He is at least as cool as everybody. At least as cool. You can't be, you can't be white like he is and pull up to games in the drip that he has and pull it off without being the coolest dude this side of the Western Hemisphere. Like, it, he's, he's the best. I fucking love that guy. Whew. All right. That was fun. I like talking about Joe. I'll talk about Joe Burrow forever, dude. Also, I, shit, I want to address this before I move on to another topic. Um, like, people fucking people it's crazy how successful he has already been and how people will still not give him credit people will still not give him and the Bengals the respect that they deserve they'll be like after we beat Josh Allen or people like when there's other comparisons to like other young quarterbacks like fucking like Justin Herbert or Trevor Lawrence or Josh Allen other guys like that and uh people will be like no Joe Burrow's like the best or Burrow is better than these guys. And some of them are like, yeah, well, like, well, yeah, like, look at the, but look at the weapons. Look at, look at all the weapons that he has around him. That, dude, you're talking about the fucking Cincinnati Bengals. You sound stupid. Yes, we currently have some really good offensive weapons, but we are the Cincinnati Bengals, dog. We are supposed to be oh so shitty. They're supposed to write Irish folk sad ballads about how shitty of a football team we are. Oh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, they're so shite. Like, that should be... that. That's what it is, and he made it not that. Fucking anybody. You know what I mean? Like, and he's not... It... Ugh. Whatever. Anybody, if you're, if you still are like, are like, I don't like him. He's not that good. You're, you're dumb, and you're trying to be. You're saying that Joe Burrow isn't like fucking amazing, or at least the second best quarterback in football is somebody being like, well, yeah, well, the office isn't that good. Shut up, dude. You're not cool. You're not cool because you don't think the Beatles are great, or it's like just picking the best things of all time and being like, nope. Shut up. Here's something else that uh, grinds my gears, grinds my goat. It's been a while since I've said that one. Here's something that grinds my gears. Here's something that grinds my goat and gets my gears. It's when, because I've been starting to try to post more on the internet, um, which is something that you kind of have to do, um, but I'm trying to get better at it. But here's, um, give you a little inside secret about the internet, is that people aren't very nice. Um, I think that's something that just started recently. Up until this calendar year, the internet has been the nicest place, and no one ever says anything mean or rude or something that would hurt somebody's feelings. Um, 
that's never happened before. I think that just happened and I'm really starting to feel that. But no, I am trying to post more. And so as you post more, there a lot more people just like start commenting on shit and they will, yeah, they'll just comment and they'll say whatever they want. And it's very funny because then you'll just reply back and they're very stupid people. But my, one of my favorite and by favorite, I mean least favorite things is when you'll post something and I'll make a statement about something or I'll have an opinion, whatever. And somebody will just respond and be like, you're welcome. Like they end it with you're welcome. Dude, just spit in my face. That's what, like, I had posted a video and I was just talking about how one of my cats, Teddy, um, I mean, one of the boys we kidnapped and how he was just taking the meanest shits. Like, they were just, like, they smelled so bad. And I posted a clip about that and somebody was just like, um, actually, if you just stop feeding him so much wet food and switch to dry food, you'll solve that problem. You're welcome. You basically were just like, you're welcome. You like that scum? Like, I also wasn't, I wasn't asking for any assistance. You know, also like if you're, what, if you're going to give advice or be helpful, how is like, that's the, like, that's the cuntiest way to do that. To just be like, I would like to provide some unsolicited advice, and also, I'm going to be a bitch about it. Like, I don't under... Like, people's thought processes are insane. I have never once wanted to comment on anyone's profile, video, content, anything, even if it pisses me off, which is a lot of stuff. But people, like, do, do you think you're helping... I don't, like, do you think you're being funny or sarcastic? I don't get it. But when people, you're welcome. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I was actually, I was, the reason I posted that was so that Firecrunch667 could give me his opinion on the issue. Thank you. I, it makes no sense to me. One, just the way that people use the internet. But yeah, when you close a comment out with "you're welcome," I I hope you I hope you get like a bunch of paper cuts that never fully heal. Like you get two paper cuts like right next to each other, so you can't even put like a band aid over them because it'll like stick to one of them. And so like when you peel the band aid off, it kind of peels the skin back a little bit more, and it like it just slowly just like takes over your entire fucking hand or arm or wherever you get paper cuts. I hope that that happens to you. Because I don't like you. You're welcome. Be like if... I don't know. Like if, if my cat was stuck in a tree and I was standing underneath and I was like, hey, I, I, does anyone know how to get this cat out of the tree? And somebody comes up and he's like, hey, you should use a ladder, fuck face. You're welcome. Thanks, Chief. Thanks a lot. Okay, let's work this out. Um, I think it's wild and very funny that we still call it the Achilles heel. Like, the medical term for that part of your body is the Achilles tendon. 
and the Achilles heel. Like, that's not just, like, colloquially what it's called. Like, that is a fucking medical... That is that is your Achilles tendon, and that's insane that we still call it that. That's based off of a story from four... A made-up story from 4,000 years ago, and we were like, yep, that that's it forever. That's what we're gonna do. We don't... You don't do that with, like, anything else. Here's like, this is my Brian's knee. No, this is your fucking, it's your knee. He's like, oh, how did, what happened to, what happened to Tim? Oh, he broke his Samantha's collarbone. It's just like, why, why just that one? Just the Achilles heel? That's hilarious. That for, and at no point in time, we're like, we should come up with a fucking name for this. No, they just stick with the fact that it's called the Achilles heel. I don't, that's, that's hilarious and very wild to me. Like, that's so long ago. And also, embarrassing for Achilles. Like, Achilles is, he made one mistake. Like, that was, like, the reason it's called your Achilles heel, and that is what it is, because, like, he had, he was very, he was protected except for everything but, like, his Achilles heel. And I don't understand, like, Achilles, how embarrassing for that guy. Like, you are a demigod. You are the son of Zeus. And he's like, well, you fucking make one mistake. Shake my damn head. You know what I mean? Like, that's hilarious that that's how he's remembered. Like, he was a great warrior. He was the son of Zeus, I believe. If not, I don't know. Maybe that's Hercules. I don't know. There's too many. But the fact that it's still called your Achilles heel is hilarious. All right. I didn't have anything more on that. I'll, I'll, I'll turn that into something at some point. Sometimes push notifications are weird. Or not... Why do you... Are they even called push notifications anymore? Are they just called notifications or alerts or whatever? I really don't understand what the what the fucking way to do things is. But yeah, the way these apps just want you to be on them the whole time. And so sometimes sometimes it makes sense. Like when you get an update, like if somebody sends you a DM. Or if somebody, I don't know, comments on your shit, like they're reaching out to you, like some, a person potentially, most likely a person, sometimes a robot is reaching out to you. Essentially, something is initiating contact with you. Like somebody's virtually tapping you on the shoulder. Okay, that's fine. I understand that. But sometimes if you just haven't used these apps in long enough, they just like, they'll just send you a notification to try to get you to open the app and come back. You know, like, and they, they always... Like, Facebook will do this sometimes, where it'll just be like, hey, uh, you know that bitch Haley that you don't like? She just posted for the first time in a while. You want to go kill her? And you're like, fucking what? No, I haven't thought about... No, why? Shut up. Like, they'll try to do that. They'll just be like the worst thing to just try to get you... Open up Facebook again. Like, I hate that. But like... I got one this morning that was very ominous. And I want to get the wording correctly. And it was from... I got it from um, Snapchat, which the only reason I have Snapchat is because um, Sam will send me pictures of one of our cats um, that was on there, like pictures that she took years and years ago. Um, and so that's the only reason I have that. Um, but I got a notification from Snapchat. It was one that was just sent to me unprompted, and it just said, Hey, Matt, remember this dot, dot, dot from the past? The fuck? 
what why when did snapchat become the oracle of delphi like why it what's why did you need to be so cryptic dude that's so weird remember this from the past like what are you my fucking anxiety why would you say that how the, like that that's like that's like the thoughts that I have like when you're trying to go to bed at three in the morning and you can't you just keep tossing and turning and your brain is just like hey remember remember this stupid thing that happened 15 years ago that's what snapchat's strategy was snapchat's strategy was to get me to fucking freak out remember this from the past like, it didn't even, like, it wasn't even like, hey, remember this happy memory from six years ago? Sometimes it'll say that. It'll be like, remember this from six years ago? I guess I understand that, but at least you're being specific. The past is such a crazy way to to demonstrate that and to just throw that out. It's fucking bananas to me. That is, it's kind of crazy. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm just at 35-ish minutes, 34, whatever, and I'm going to cut it a little bit short today because I've got to do a bunch of editing and I got to do all of this stuff because I got a bunch of shows tonight. Um, so yeah, if you are, yeah, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, follow us on, follow me on Spotify, Matt Bowman Comedy on YouTube, Instagram, Bat Moman on Twitter, Matt Bowman Comedy on TikTok as well. Trying to get better at this. Um, yeah, please tell me if you like it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Actually, don't tell, don't say anything to me. I don't like talking to people most of the time. So yeah, stay bothered, folks. Talk to you next week. Bye bye.